Well, the radio biz is a buzz about the large radio group Intercom's name change. Why is it significant? Who cares? And what do we think about it? I'd like to welcome you to a special edition of the audio podcast-only version of Media Insultant. Intercom's name change to Odyssey has provoked a flurry of opinions, and of course, we are always ready with opinions here at the Media Insultant. I'm Jackson Weaver, along with my great co-host, Keith Samuels. We wanted to dig a little into this in this special edition of Media Insultant. So, Keith, what's the story behind Intercom's name change? Uh, they want to be hipper, they want to be more current, and they want to be audio. So, um, hence the name Odyssey. My question is, what, what took so long? I mean, if they uh, registered these names and had that decision made back in November uh, of last year, uh, what were they waiting for? Uh, a magic moment? Waiting to be transformed fully into the new butterfly that is the, you know, is the uh, new Odyssey audio company. I just wonder if they have the same uh, level of tech stack that they have over at iHeart. Another name that doesn't mean anything. So you're not very impressed by the name Odyssey, are you? Well, you know, I don't want to say I'm not impressed. I think the Odyssey name itself, the word is interesting to me. The word is interesting. It doesn't describe what anything is. They like to say it's about, you know, Odyssey as in O, the O version of Odyssey. And they like to say that, you know, it's transformative. Uh, it's audacious. It's the combination of audio and, uh, and audacious and odyssey. And I can see the brainstorming session going on and lights going off all over the room and people just getting really excited about it until somebody says, but what does it mean? What does it right. signify? It's a right. made up word, just like iHeart is. And, um, you know, so, you know, they'll pound it into our brains and we'll, we'll always remember it as the old intercom. But Odyssey going forward, um, you know, is, uh, I think it's a cute name. Well, it could doesn't be. doesn't mean anything, but I think it's cute. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's interesting. It could be just about anything. I mean, Odyssey could be uh, anything from chemicals to a porn site. Well, maybe not. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, Intercom only had history going for it as a name. You know, Intercom wasn't a particularly relevant name, but then again, how relevant is a name like Tegna? How relevant is a name like Nexstar? How relevant is a name like Gannett? I, I dug, did some digging through some of the companies that have changed their names, and some of them, you know, you mentioned iHeart, and they pulled that off well. I think they've done a good job of that. It's it's an awkward name. I for the first two years, I wanted to call it I Love, because you know it just didn't make sense to call a radio group iHeart, but they've pulled that off. Bilo and Gannett uh, became Tegna again, kind of awkward. What's Tegna mean? It doesn't. It's just a word, and and is kind of an awkward word. Kentucky Fried Chicken became KFC. Okay, now that one made sense, right? Because we had colloquially referred to it as KFC, so that made a lot of sense. Uh, in its final days of death row, Radio Shack became the Shack. Okay, that <laughs> one was yeah. That one was crazy. Did you know that Amazon's original name was Relentless? I did not until you wrote that down. I didn't either, although I do find that it's interesting because that's the quality of Jeff Bezos. Is he is a relentless 
operator. So I think Amazon was a better brand name at the end of the day. What do you think their goal with this was? I think their goal, much like um, you know, we see with some of the you know the other companies' actions, is that they're just trying to be more relevant to Wall Street and to the uh, investment community that is looking for that is looking at does hundreds and hundreds of silly sounding named companies, you know. So uh, they, you know they want to get in that 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 uh, hip uh, room with all of those other startups and uh, mid-stage companies that have really cool names that don't describe in any way, shape, or form what it is they do. This does have AUD in it. And I was joking in our, in our, mon- in our Monday podcast that, you know, it would just be audio, right? Maybe it's just going to be audio.com. And I got pretty darn close. You, know? you were close. Um, you were close. So, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, a, it's how do we sound really current and how do we sound least of all like radio because radio is in spite of radio being the cash cow that funds this this these businesses they want to be anything but radio we don't want to be right we want to be audio we want to be all forms of audio and so anything to do with radio is is really really a negative i guess in, uh, in the eyes of, of Wall Street and the investors and all of the investment bank guys that uh, David Field and Bob Pittman and Rich Bressler all hang out with. So, you know, the, the interesting thing about iHeart, Jackson, is that iHeart Media, in other words, I love media. That's what Michelle Lavin talked Bob Pittman into, into using as the name. It's iHeart, but in the word, iHeart Media. I love media. See, it was kind of a play on words, if you will. I heart radio. I heart what? I heart app. In other words, I love that. It's it's kind of a it's a word of a visual. Odyssey doesn't do that for me. Odyssey right. is just oh, is it with right. an O? <clears throat> oh, it's, oh, that's right. It's A U D. It's an audio company that's on an odyssey to transform itself. Ugh, whatever. Well, and you, you thought your point was really. Very cool. I mean, Lemonade's the hottest thing in the insurance business these days. What's Lemonade got to do with insurance? So, you know, coming up with a name like Odyssey does put him in with the uh, cool kids over in the corner and not the old guys. I mean, you know, Joseph Field, his dad started this company in the 50s using the name Intercom. So, you know, maybe maybe it is time. And Jerry uh, Del Caliano this morning was opining on it, and um, he feels it's their method of emphasizing podcasting rather than radio. And, you know, when 80, 85% of your revenue comes out of radio, uh, you know, maybe that's a little misguided. But, you know, on the same, by the same token, you know, when HBO first started off, and it wasn't even named HBO at the time, it was, I think, Movie Time or something like that, they did a survey of the cable subscribers they were beginning to serve, and they found out that 98% of them would not pay any extra money to watch movies. So, you know, there are this history of name changes that have come along or that products that have come along that we think like podcasting, that there's never going to be any money in it, and ultimately it turns out to be pretty profitable. So maybe David Field is way ahead of it of the curve in, in me renaming the company. And, and these other companies like Saga and Beasley and Hubbard are going to be just left behind because they're just named after Grandpa. 
<laughs> well, I think there's some charm to that. Uh, and it's what, what has gotten into the mind of the consumer first, you know. So this is going to be a massive rebranding effort. But really, you know, these are holding companies. They're not brands. You don't think of, oh, I'm going to go listen to Entercom. No one's ever said that in the history of the company. <laughs> oh, let me, oh, I just moved to Los Angeles. What Entercom stations can I listen to? You know, no, you're going to listen to Jack or you're going to listen to K-Rock or you're going to listen to KNX. You don't know it's Entercom. Heck, most people still think it's CBS. But when you're a, like a television network like CBS, that's a, that's a, that's a what do they call it? A consumer-facing brand? You know, Entercom is not a consumer-facing brand. It is, it is merely the name of a, of a company that owns a lot of radio stations and a bunch of podcasts. So what they, whatever they call it to the consumer doesn't matter. This is, this is strictly a name change to appeal to the investment community and Wall Street. We're cool. We're hip. We're more than radio now. So please bump our stock up, would you? You know, we're not just a bunch of old radio guys. We're really cool audio guys now. We've transformed. Yesterday, we were old radio guys. Today, we're transformed audio guys. Yeah. You know, as, as David runs his town hall, probably his virtual town hall from his, his, uh, you know, his chalet in Aspen, you know, where he and Jamie are, you know, enjoying some spring skiing. I don't know. But it's... You know, it's it, it consider that, you know, that that's why ABC, NBC, CBS haven't changed their names because they're consumer facing television networks. But you don't know that Channel 2 in L.A. is owned by CBS, well, not even CBS anymore. It's Viacom, whatever. But, you know, that that doesn't matter. It's the brand. So, like I said, this doesn't matter it one bit to a listener. It only matters to guys like you and me and Jerry Del Caliano and the investment community. And I think Jerry's right, that this is a distraction. This is a way to distract from the fact that they're getting crushed in their radio business and they can't stop it. And now we're just gonna turn everybody's attention to, no, no, look over here, we're, we're, we're audacious. We're Odyssey, you know, okay, fine. Well, I, I, you know, I don't wanna belabor this too much, but I will give Fields, David Field, the CEO, a commendation for, trying to do something to pull the company out of really what is years of struggle and tailspinning. Think about it. He had, you know, he put together this group and then he worked on getting the CBS deal done. And that went on forever. They finally get that done. Then there was the disruption of integrating CBS within the intercom stations, which was, you know, old school, new school. I mean, no school. It was, it was at best a train wreck. The declining revenue of those same CBS stations as he took it over and the declining revenue of all of his stations as the radio was softening, has, had been softening for years, and then the pandemic hits. And so if, if nothing else, I think maybe there is some merit to, be, to thinking this as David saying, look, we've had this years of struggle. We're turning the page. We are being transformed. It's a bit audaciously bodacious, if you ask me, <laughs> but it is still... I, I got to hand it to him from that standpoint. It, it's, it's, it gives everybody a fresh point of view, and we can take it to the investment community, take it to the ad agencies, gives you something to talk about. You know, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Your final word? What else is he going to do? You know, when you're, when you're David Field, you're hanging out with a whole different crowd than you and I are. And that is, that is you know, Wall Street, the investment guys, 
and some really big heavy hitters in, in the world of business and finance. And when all those guys, and they're probably all guys and a few women, are saying, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta jettison that that uh, that radio image, buddy. You gotta move on. You know, it's it's all about audio. Look what they're doing. You know, uh, and you're going. Uh, so you know, oh yeah, you're right. We really do have to transform because we have been transformed. No, you just bought a bunch of podcast companies that don't make you any money, but you've been we're transformed. Okay, yeah, but. You still got the same sales managers and same salespeople and same program directors and same news directors at your radio stations. In any case, so this is about setting him free in the, in the imaging that he has and the company has with the investment community. And we're different now. We're yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. And I go, okay, all right. Yeah, you, oh, you are. Yeah, that's, that's, that's much better. That Odyssey thing sounds really cool. All right, Keith. Looks like we have uh, beat to death this horse pretty well. <laughs> this, by the way, has been a very special edition of Media Insultant, and you're absolutely right. It's only for us radio geeks that find any interest in this. It'll be a totally ignored topic within six days. Uh, we're back on our regular time on Tuesday morning with uh, our weekly video on YouTube and our weekly audio podcast on all the normal platforms. Hope you join us then. Keith, Thanks for uh, taking a couple of minutes to do this special edition of Media Insultant. You're welcome, Jackson. And now the odyssey of my day begins as I transform myself to someone less insulting. <laughs> that will be a disappointment. We like you just the way you are. See you, Keith. Take care, buddy.